0: Hey everybody, this is Mark. Welcome back to another episode of This Poor Pastor's Podcast. I am glad that you're listening today. Today, we're gonna finish up our week-long discussion on exploring the presence of God. And today, we're gonna talk about the fatherhood of God. What does the fact that God, our Father, exists and is in our life, what does that have to do with the presence of God? And does fatherhood play any part in that? Well, I think that it does, and I wanna encourage you with this for a few moments today today as you're listening. If it's a Saturday, just a little bit of a boost in the middle of your day as you're going into the weekend. So thank you for listening. That's what we're going to talk about today, exploring the presence of God through the fatherhood of God. On this episode of This Poor Pastor's Podcast, coming your way in just one moment. You know, I am a father, and I am also a son. And I know the pain that can exist in the heart of a father when his children are absent from him or when his children are away from him. I know how much I want to be in the lives of my kids. I'm also aware that a lot of people struggle with their relationship with God due to a, an inability to relate to God in that way, possibly because of either an absent or abusive father figure in their life. And I know this to be the case because of all the conversations that I have with people regarding God as the Father. I was even listening to a recent uh, documentary, which I think, is, by the way, is is overall very, very good. Uh, it's called Show Us the Father. It's put together by the, cre- the Christian creators of those cheesy Christian movies, the Kendrick Brothers. Just kidding there a little bit, but not much. Um, you know, Facing the Giants and um, whatever other uh, movies. Overcomer. By the way, I actually like Overcomer a lot. Um, and. It's worth watching, but I think the documentary is worth watching. I think you can rent it for three ninety nine on Amazon, but it's, um, I'll put a link to it in the description if you're not sure how to find that, and you can click on that and go rent it from Amazon and watch it, but uh, I think it's a good, I think it's a good documentary overall. However, there was one place where I noticed that a person, one of the gentlemen who was talking about the fatherhood of God switched seamlessly between talking about the absence of his own father in his life and then transferred that into the accepting of Jesus Christ into your life and into your heart and how wonderful Jesus was and how wonderful Jesus is and how Jesus will never leave you or forsake you. And, you know, perhaps it was just, you know, when you talk sometimes you say things you don't mean to say, but I've heard this actually a lot. It happens a lot. People will talk about father issues, and then they'll dive right into, and that's what's so amazing about Jesus Christ. But here's the thing, right? Jesus Christ isn't the father there's still a massive disconnect in the Christian community where it's almost like we don't even really understand what it means for us to have God as the Father. Jesus Christ gets like a lot of the attention, then the Holy Spirit, but God the Father, we're still not really sure about that, dude. And so I've seen Christians, and I'm sure that I've done it over the years, uh, uh, you know, navigate seamlessly between discussions about God It goes God the Father to God, to Jesus, because Jesus is God. And so we're comfortable with using language about Jesus that really should be used for the Father. And I think that's worth thinking about it. Maybe more explanation or more exploration on this as we, you know, sometime in the future. But just, I wanted to mention that. Listen for how often that might happen. The discussion about the Father switches into the topic of Jesus Christ. God the Father and His Son, Jesus Christ. Right? Because of Jesus Christ, we are reconciled to God the Father through Christ behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. And he gave himself, he gave his son, and I know we're delving into the idea of the Trinity and and all of that. I don't want to have that discussion right now. The point is, do not allow the relationship or the person of the Father to be sidetracked through the the lens of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ brings us to the Father. Now, there's more that could be said about that. You're probably thinking of, show us the Father, and it suffices thus. And have I been so long time, and yet have ye not known me, Philip? And he that has seen me has seen the Father. I think all Jesus wasn't saying he was the Father. Jesus was saying, if you want to know what the Father's like, look at the Son. The Son does what the Father does. And so how do we know the Father but through the Son? right? We come to know Him through the Son, but then once we come to know Him, we have a relationship with the Father. Now, what kind of relationship is that? Because when we're talking about the presence of God in our life, I don't know about you, but one of the, one of the, pre, one of the aspects of that presence is I desire the presence of my Heavenly Father in my life. When I pray, and you might think it's cheesy, but when I pray, I do use that Aramaic Abba not every single time, but I love that. It, it shakes me out of the sameness when I pray. And I often will use that as I pray, Abba, Father. And so I don't put the two together like Jesus did, and you don't have to do that, and it really doesn't even matter. The point is, I pray. Jesus even taught us to pray to the Father in the name of the Son through the Holy Spirit. But it's the Father who hears. It's your, it's your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Your Father knows what you have need of before you ask. Jesus introduced us to the Father, and he loved the Father, and the Father loved him. And now, because of Christ, the Father loves you. Okay, so all of that. But what does it mean to have a relationship with your Father? We're talking about the presence of God. It's almost as if you'd think there needed to be this unbroken sense of the presence of God tangibly in our lives. We've talked a little bit about the tangible presence of God, but I started thinking this last week about that because I am a present father in my kids' lives. I have worked very hard to be present in my kids' lives. And just yesterday, we had a basketball game and my daughter went to school and then she called me at about 10 o'clock. I'm supposed to pick her up from school on Fridays when they have games and then I take her back at about 4.30 to get ready for the game. And she called me. She picked up a phone. She dialed my number, and I answered. And she wanted to talk about, could I stay uh, through after school and just stay right here and you don't have to come get me? Could you could you just bring me food? She said, I have everything I need, except I don't have any food for after the game. So we talked about that. I agreed to bring her food. I gave her permission to stay. I now knew where she was. We hung up the phone, and I thought to myself, that, that is a good example of what it means for a father to be present Because of the presence of a father in my daughter's life, when she had a need and a request and a question, she knew how to get a hold of me. It is not necessary in order for me to be a good father, for me to be physically present in her sight and within touch of her 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's just not necessary. What is necessary is that my daughter knows where I am, how to get a hold of me, and to whom she belongs. So that when she has a need, she can call on me and I will answer. Because of the presence of a father in my son and my daughter's lives, they have somewhere to go when they have a question. They have someone who provides them with security, someone to talk through difficult topics with, and someone to approach them when they're getting out of line. But, but that my presence, my consistent, unending presence in their life does not require a physical proximity all the time. Now, I think sometimes we might end up getting frustrated in this uh, seeking the presence of God if what we're meaning by that is demanding a consistent, unbroken chain of tangible presence in our lives. Here is what I think I want in a relationship with my father. It seems to be the relationship that Jesus had when he walked the earth, and that is one where he was in constant fellowship with the Father. He knew how to contact the Father when he had a need. He was, he was around his Father enough to see what his Father was doing and to hear what his Father was saying, and then he went to be with the Father and is, is seated at the right hand of the Father. But it wasn't necessary for Jesus and the Father to be in physical proximity. Now I know I'm, I'm stretching that analogy a little bit, and it, it has the tendency to fall uh, on its face because of it. But I just want you to hear that, you fathers who are listening, or you ladies who are listening that had really good fathers, think back. If you had a great father, ask yourself whether you think he was a good father because he never let you out of his sight, and because you never went anywhere where you couldn't see him, was that? what made him great or was it his ability to provide for your needs and to be there when you called and to have good conversations with was it security to know that i can pick up the phone and call my dad you know some of you listening your father may have passed away and you know the heartache of no longer being able to pick up the phone and call your father your physical father well that will never happen with your heavenly father he is always there And when you call, he will always answer. And he will talk to you for as long as you need. And you can ask him questions. And sometimes what your father delights in is that you desire to do what he wants you to do And you reach out to him for help and for guidance and for instruction and then you go on and you live the life that he's called you to live knowing that he's there he has your back the holy spirit of god dwells in you jesus christ your spiritual older brother is interceding for you at his right hand and it is a great great family to be a part of but it doesn't require an unbroken chain of tangible experience of the presence of god it just means that your father needs to be present in your life at every moment, and he always will be. So, if you got a question, pick up the prayer phone and call your father, and he'll answer, and you can have a conversation. Read the letter that he wrote to you. Know that he's watching you, that he loves you, and that he loves it when you launch out and attempt great things in his name. That's the last thing I wanted to talk to you about this week, about exploring the presence of God. What does it mean for God to be a present Father in our life? It means that we know where He is at all times, and we can always reach out to talk to Him. It means that He loves it when we strive. He loves it when we, when we live the life that He's called us to live, under His name and through His power, and then we come home from time to time, and we have a great meal, we have great discussion, and if need be, crawl up into our Father's lap and hug Him. Man! Man! that's what having a father is all about. Now, if that's not your relationship with God, I would love to talk to you more about how to develop a relationship with God the Father. I know you got Jesus nailed down, the Holy Spirit you're learning about, but what about God the Father? I'd love to talk to you about that. You could reach out thispoorpastor at gmail.com and we will set up a time to talk and have a conversation about that. And for now, have a great day. I hope you have a great weekend. Whatever day you listen to this on, thank you. Hey, if you're listening but have not yet subscribed on your current podcast platform, please subscribe. If you find this beneficial, leave a five-star review, an honest one if you can. I appreciate that very, very much. And share this podcast with those who you think might benefit from it. And I'll be back, Lord willing, and if the creek don't rise next week for another episode of this Poor Pastor's Podcast. Y'all have a great day now, you hear?